welcome back to Prayer in the Word. This is Matthew Bryant. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, we're continuing in our series on episode 21, going through praying through Philippians. Um, we're going to be looking today at Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through chapter 4, verse 1. And so glad you're joining us as we allow not only God's Word to shape and inform the words that we use in our prayer, but it shapes the priorities of our prayer life. Let's continue in this series, Praying Through Philippians. Hello and thanks for joining us on Praying Through Philippians, looking at Philippians 3.12 through chapter 4, verse 1. If you're listening in on the podcast, uh, you'll hear some clicking on the screen, uh, some clicking as you're listening in. That's just me writing on the screen. Um, you can also watch this on Facebook at my page, Matthew C. Bryan, or at the Village Baptist Church Facebook page. Uh, we're recording this in a series in conjunction with uh, the preaching series we're on, going through Philippians. And the series title is No Matter What, but we've been doing this uh, series here of praying through Philippians. And uh, I'm drawing on the screen, if you're watching uh, on the Facebook channel, or if you're just listening to the podcast, you'll hear a little bit of clicking. And uh, it's just me drawing, making notes as we're going along. All right, let's start here at verse 12. We looked a little bit at this in the last episode and how it says, Not that I have already obtained this. All right. Or I'm already perfect. Paul's saying he's not perfect, but I press on. I press on. He, he is, he's making it his goal, his aim. He's straining to make it my own, but because Christ Jesus has made me his own. So all of Paul's effort, he would uh, say, is been blood bought and spirit empowered. It's because Christ has made me his own that he presses on. Not because, so, so Christ doesn't make Paul his own because he presses on. No, he presses on because Christ has already made me his own. That ought to motivate our prayer life. I press on in prayer because Christ has already made me his own. So I go to him in prayer. Verse 13 says, Brothers, so he's talking to believers, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. So he's saying, I haven't obtained it. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. This morning, I did a six-mile ruck with the 407 BSB uh, Charlie Company here at Fayetteville, Fort Bragg. Um, and I had a, had a great time with uh, soldiers out there just... Uh, Going on a ruck is my first one. I'm an Air Force chaplain, so I just joined them on that ruck, and um, they invited me out. Big thank you to them for letting me join them uh, as a as a noob on the on the trip here. But one of the things that we uh, you notice on a ruck is you're not doing a lot of looking behind. You're you you know you're and Paul here is kind of drawing on a uh, sort of a runner's illustration or illustration of a race that he's forgetting what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead like a runner does. And he says that he presses on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So this is our perspective, like that of a runner in a race or that of somebody, you know, on a ruck. Is who's straining towards the goal. For me, it was six miles this morning. I was straining towards that. I had to press on towards that. That was my focus. My vision was set on that end goal. And it was, you know, simply just taking one foot at a time, one foot in front of the other, just walking, keep pressing on, even though there was uh, weight on your back, the soldiers and everyone in the rock just kept taking one step in front of the other, one step in front of the other, pressing on towards the goal, getting that six mile mark. That was the goal in in our in a, the Christian walk in the Christian race, if you will. Uh, 
the upward call of God in Christ Jesus is our goal. That's our focus. And so we just put one foot in front of the other, spiritually speaking, straining and pressing on, forgetting what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead. You've never seen a, you don't see a racer uh, or serious runner constantly turning around looking behind, but straining for what lies ahead. Verse 15 says, let those of us who are mature think this way. So, so, so the Christian walk has a lot to do with shaping the way we think about what happens to us, circumstances, things in our life. Uh, and uh, ultimately, this, this way that we think is shaped by the way that we think about God. And if you think, any of you think, uh, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you also. So um, only let us hold, to, hold true to what we have attained to what we know. Verse 17, brothers, once again, to the believers in Philippi, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. You know, as I said earlier, this was my first ruck. And so I did a lot of imitating, not only from just, I mean, simple, basic stuff. I had, um, one of the soldiers come over to me, his name's Caleb, and he said, hey, uh, chaplain, you're going to want to undo the blousing on your uh, on your boots. It's, you're going to get real hot. Your legs are going to get real hot right there if you don't have that down. you got to just let that go, okay? So he's, just give me a way of imitating him, right, because he's set his eye on the goal. He's a little bit ahead of me. He's, he's done this before. In the same way, in the Christian walk, we're called to imitate those. And Paul says, imitate me. And he says it elsewhere in Scripture. He says, imitate me as I imitate Christ, as I follow Christ. And so we're to imitate those who are mature and keep our eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. Verse 18 says this, For many, many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk. Not following the good imitation, not imitating those who hold fast to the truth, but they walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with their mind set on earthly things. But our citizenship, believers, our citizenship is in heaven. This is where, this is the goal, the prize. This is where our eyes should be fixed on, fixed on the goal. Our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The goal and the prize is Christ in heaven. Who will? Christ. Christ will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body. So we set our eyes on the glorious end that will be transformed and by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, so, therefore, is reflecting back on everything prior. Because of all this, therefore, my brothers, the church in Philippi, Christians today, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm. Thus, in the Lord, my beloved. Stand firm in 
the Lord. Stand firm in the Lord. Prayer could be, uh, is, is one of the greatest examples of that standing firm in our faith in the Lord. So in summary, my prayers should be marked by looking at the priorities of, of this text in prayer. One is we start off with chapter 3, verse 12. We see how perseverance in the faith, a pressing on. Our prayers should be marked by a pressing on to make it our own because Christ has made me his own. We press on in prayer. Pressing on towards the prize in Christ Jesus. My, my prayer should be marked by a desire to see Christ and to, to have that be the clear vision of the prize, the goal, the glory of heaven, the glory of being transformed and having a glorious body like that of our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the glorious end for the believer. That should be our vision. So in asking God to give us a, a vision for that. And so in the same way, verse 15, we see we pray for God to shape our thinking in this and for our unity to be as fellow soldiers of the cross rather than enemies because Paul is in tears over the fact that there's many who are enemies of the cross and he's in tears over that because it's not just a bad idea. It's not just a little oopsie. You know, this is to be an enemy of the cross, Paul says in verse 19, this is to their destruction. It's damnable. To be an enemy of the cross. So we pray and our prayers should be marked by an internal perspective, remembering our reward and our citizenship so our prize, our reward, and our citizenship is in heaven in Christ Jesus. And then our prayer should be marked by a desire then to stand firm and seeking to stand firm in the Lord. So let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we just come before you and I ask that you would help us to persevere in the faith, Lord, that we press on to make this mystery of the gospel something Lord, that's our own, that we'd hold, hold on to it uh, with a clear conscience. Hold the mystery of the gospel with a clear conscience, Lord. Uh, and that because Christ Jesus has made us his own. And pressing on to the prize in Christ Jesus, Lord, may we press on with every ounce of effort that we can have in our bodies, God. Would we be pressing on towards that goal? Help our vision to be clear. Lord, so much clouds our vision about what we should be pursuing success in the careers that we have. Um, maybe it's even um, how we want to see our kids educated right now. So many people are going through different education shifts and God, you know, educating our children, giving them things that, that are, um, you know, helpful for them and their development. These are all wonderful things, God, but may the prize be set before them. May we uh, as parents or those parents that are listening set the prize of knowing Christ Jesus as the ultimate aim and goal in this life, not just simply a better education, not just a better future, God, because there's no future apart from you in Christ Jesus. Lord, shape our thinking. Shape our thinking so that when, when any politician says something on, uh, on the news or, uh, Lord, we hear news that's uh, good or bad, God, it just goes through this filter. It goes through this, this uh, lens, the spiritual lens of viewing the world in such a way that we know the ultimate prize in this life is in heaven with you, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so, God, uh, would you protect us in that way? God, that we wouldn't become divided as enemies of the cross, that we'd be fellow soldiers of the cross of Christ Jesus, God, that we wouldn't diverge into uh, false thinking about you and the cross. Protect us from false doctrine in this way, God.
Lord, give us an eternal perspective. Remember our reward and our citizenship is in heaven. God, give us a desire to stand firm in you. And so, Lord, even our prayer right now, God, we make this commitment and declaration, God, that we cannot stand firm on our own. We can't stand firm in man's ingenuity and cleverness. We can't stand firm in anything but you, Lord. So hold us fast, God. We pray this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today on Prayer and the Word. This was episode 21, looking at Philippians and praying through Philippians in the series that we've been going through. Thanks for joining us. If it's been helpful to you, please take some time and share it with others on social media. Really appreciate the help in getting the word out about the podcast and uh, sharing this with other folks uh, so it can help them in their prayer lives, not only seeing how God's Word shapes our uh, the words that we use in prayer, but, but the way that we come before the Lord in prayer shapes our priorities in prayer uh, from really a man-centered oriented in praying to a God-centered and, and just word-saturated focus in prayer. So thanks for joining us. Hey, and if you need some help in learning to develop a more biblical, joyful, and consistent prayer life, check out my book, How to Pray, 15 Days to a More Biblical, Joyful, and Consistent Prayer Life. Uh, it's available on Amazon. You can go and get it as a ebook or on paperback and uh, just search Matthew C. Bryant, How to Pray in Amazon. It'll get you there. You can also go to MatthewCBryant.com, find out more information about the book there. You can also subscribe to my blog where I'll post regularly and you can see updates about other things coming up in the future. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you tune in next time.